Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Oh, Mr. Green? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, and listen, man. Call me Daniel, too. All right. All right, brother Daniel. Um... So, uh, so anyway, so like I was telling you, so that was the situation with that, and um, and I guess I like I would really like. Can you tell me about that documentary? Because I don't know if it, uh, if, if it was the same. Well, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of them, on Mr. Gregory. Uh, oh yeah, well, basically, you do yours. Yeah, basically, what I did was I think it was a radio show we did, and I put out, I take out like certain parts of radio shows that we do, like we talk up to Mr. Gregory about two hours plus. So I take out certain segments we talk about. I think it was a segment we talked about a couple years ago about Michael Jordan, and he brought about the situation with his daddy and the reason why it happened and stuff like that. That was probably the video that he was referring to on YouTube that I got out there. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, was it, so was it like, so you saying, and I'm starting to have a little difficulty, uh, I kind of understand it, I got this noise behind me. So basically you saying that you did, like, it was like an audio, like the way you did it, it was audio. Yeah, audio interview, was, yeah, via phone. Okay. Did, oh, so you, did, did, did you get a chance to talk to him yourself? Yeah, I talked to him myself. I interviewed him uh, on his phone to do my radio show. And he talked about the Michael Jordan and his daddy's situation. And he was talking about how some things in the add up, like the cremation and all this other stuff. You know, why would it cremate his body? You know, you look at his dental records, you still hear some expensive dental work done. Mm-hmm. His lot of stuff didn't add up to him. He was talking about, you know, it was something bigger than what it was presented on the TV or through the news. It was something more to the case. So, like, so tell me about your radio show. Like, where, first of all, where are you at? I'm in Memphis right now. I'm in Memphis, and uh, it's oh, an okay. internet radio show. And also what I do, I do, like, on the location interviews with people. Like, I travel around the country and talk to people about themselves, about certain news stories that might not get a lot of coverage. Like, I you know, sometimes I investigated uh, hangings in Mississippi, uh, a lot of other things going on, like a, uh, conspiracy theories, like assassination, Dr. King, Malcolm X, talk to people that knew these people. And they try to present out, you know, I, I try to balance what you see from the uh, traditional mainstream news stories with stuff from people from the ground, you know, like you know, eyewitnesses or people that actually knew people out there for me with the subject. Mm-hmm. So I just try to provide a platform yep. for people to tell their story. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I mean, it's definitely needed, man, because one of the problems that uh, that I ran across, you know, uh, like with, with the case is that from the very beginning, it's like everything that was in the mass media was like it was like their narrative. Uh, there was never any attempt to like to like check the facts. Like if you know, if the police said something, then it would automatically get printed, or it would actually you know just get ended up on the news. And so people mm-hmm. was like being programming your whole jury pool without you even having any type of opportunity to even defend yourself. And so once I finally realized like yo that I could file like libel and slander lawsuits. That's then I like hit him with a couple of those, and it kind of backed off. But that was like after I was already convicted. So, right. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, man, you know, uh, grateful. That you got people out there like you doing what you do. Because when I got locked up, there was very like there were people didn't have a voice. There was no internet, so if you couldn't, you know, if you couldn't get through that door, 
through that mass media door and be their their uh their uh, like gatekeeper. They really mm-hmm. couldn't even get on you, and you had no way of getting anything out. So that's a big advantage that we have now. Right, exactly, exactly. And I want to ask you this: Why did you testify on your on your in your defense the first time? Why, uh, why you said why why I did not? Yeah, why you did not? You know, testify on your well, behalf. Well, man, like my okay, well, what? So this is what happened. Like basically during our trial, uh, my defense was that I was you know obviously I was somewhere else, and mm-hmm. uh, at the time that that you know that they were saying that he was murdered, so. My attorneys, like my understanding, all the way up in the trial, all the way up until like the final week, was that I would be testifying. Uh, that was something I had pushed for. And so after all of my uh, witnesses testified, I had people that were testifying, like teachers, like nobody that testified for me had any type of criminal record. Like these was, you no, know, these are hardworking people, man. Like these are good people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most of these people I did not know, so these people had no type of interest in lying for me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my attorney, his rationale was like, well, listen, dude, you know, there's nothing that you can bring to this. Like, you're the defendant, so of course they expect you to say that you didn't do it. Uh, these people these people have good credibility, um, and there's no reason for us not to put you on the stand. Like, there's, I mean, or there's no reason for us to put you on the stand. Uh, the only thing they could do is just open up the door to some of the other uh, things that I was involved in that I did actually do. You see what I'm saying? Like, I had a criminal record uh, for that one time that I had been to prison. And even though that charge was actually vacated, like, they were saying that if I answered the questions a certain way, that they would be allowed, that, that, that it would allow them to, to basically throw up this charge that even though it was a charge that was overturned, it was still, it was like a violent charge because it was a, because it was a, it was a situation where this guy ended up getting hurt at. You see what I'm saying? So even mm-hmm. though, like I said, it was vacated, it was overturned, it still had it still would have had like that um effect, I like guess of putting this information before the jury. Although to me, I'm looking at it like, well man, you know, all of this has already been inside of the newspaper and the T V anyway, these people already know this. And they don't know the actual truth. So that was, you know, like a, like in a nutshell, my reason for not testifying is because my attorneys advised me not to testify. Oh, well, so you trying to file good legal advice and end up messing you over, I guess. Uh, well, the thing what? is, is that, you know, the thing is that if you don't testify, that allows them to, see, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, man, it's, it's so much going on with this case. And you have to imagine, man, that with somebody like Michael Jordan, uh, any situation that he's involved in, most other people that's involved in that situation, whatever the situation is, they, they have, like, a profit incentive in mind. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you can if you can create this picture, if you can paint this portrait that will allow you to benefit off of it, that's what happened. And that's what happened in my trial. And it wasn't just done by the police. It just wasn't just done by the by other people or people like in the media. It was done on all sides of the table, dude. This, like we live in a county, man, where, you know, like we never even, like our first public defender was my attorney. And they had just been found to be totally, you know, like, um, um, ineffective, in, you know, just by the fact that they didn't have other investigators. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no clear-cut line in between defense lawyers and the police or defense lawyers and prosecutors. Everybody is, is like, especially. Everybody's working for each other. Everybody is co-dependent upon each other, so they have to cover each other's back. Right. And so if you have this one case where you have this guy like me that's an outsider, that I'm not benefiting anybody. Who do you think is the one that like they're gonna kind of cut cut, cut out the picture? 
Right. Good old boys club. Basically, like they, they take care of, their, of each other and take care of their own. Right, I got you. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, like, you wasn't... Like I said, it isn't. Go ahead, I'm sorry. sorry you ahead. said Michael Jordan fought. He was killed at the hotel. That's my understanding. That's my understanding. And that's based on what he was now... Here's another thing. You know, I have to, of course, now I have to question everything that he told me. You know right. what I'm saying? I have to mm-hmm. question... Because my situation, though, being that I was 18 years old, like, back then I was gullible. Like, right now, I don't believe anything unless I see proof. And my standards for, like, proof is very high. But right, at right. 18 years old, like, so if you're a friend of mine, if you're somebody I dealt with, somebody I have love for, if you tell me something, like, I'm not going to question it. So when he came and got me, he he did tell me that that's where it happened at. That is, and the thing about it is that hotel is is the nexus of, a, of like, several... Um, drug routes that, like, they use to transport the drugs that goes directly to the property of the person that was the first person called from the car by my co-defendant, which was the sheriff's son. Hmm. So you said the sheriff of that county, his son was the biggest drug dealer in the county? Or he was well, the biggest drug dealer? He was the major um, distributor. I'm going to say that. It's not, I'm not saying uh, dealer, but he was a distributor. He, he actually did go to federal prison. Uh, he got like a lot of time cut off, did like two or three years, came back out. When he came back out, uh, our sheriff and our sheriff's brother laundered, uh, they laundered drug money and they turned it into a uh, property and gave the property to him once he got out so that he could sell the property and get the money. Oh, all in America. We have all, yeah. we have all the documentation to prove on it now. I'm sorry, what was that? Well, only in America, huh? I mean, it's crazy. Like, what was the sheriff's name? Is he still around or? He said that she was stoned. He was stoned died some time ago. One of his one of his sons is now sheriff in another county. Um, and I mean, and you got to understand, dude. This is not. He didn't do something that nobody else was doing. Like, right, you right. Know, I don't know how it is now, but back then, that's who that's who controlled the whole drug operation was the sheriff. You know, right. That's you know, true. Do it yeah. like these people county. You know what I'm saying? And, and so for you to have safe passage. Uh, with you know, with drugs, or, you know, you have to tax. You know, these people getting paid taxes. So, and if you're not can't getting paid taxes, then you go to prison, or you getting killed. That's just how it was, then. and that's pretty much how it is now. Yeah, you tell me about that. Seconds remaining. Um, listen, we have sixty seconds. Let me ask you a question about this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, will Will you be able to either put me in contact with Mr. Gregory, or do you want to try to, or do you want to speak with him first? I'm going to speak to his people. I'm going to speak to his son and try to reach him and see where we can go from there. But I got your – gave me contact information, gave me phone numbers I could, no, give it, give to them. They could be in touch with you. So we'll see where it goes. But okay. I'll, I'll definitely reach out to his people. You have 30 seconds remaining. I'm sorry? I said I'll definitely reach out to his people and let you know what happened. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, I definitely appreciate that, man. And like I said, you know, I know this is probably hit you with a lot. But something to think about, man. And hopefully, man, like we can come together and do something, man. Yeah, man, man, the truth got to come out eventually. I'm glad the truth is coming out now. I'm sorry. I agree.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.